Welcome to the Happily Married in Love podcast with your hosts, Michael and Sherry Barnes. Hey, this is Michael. And Sherry. And we're your host. And this week we're going to be talking about habits of great marriages. But before we get started, let's pray. Father, we just ask you to bless all those who hear it and help them to develop and to grow into a great marriage. Even if they've been married a long time, that it can just improve or they're on the, the beginning or somewhere in the middle. We thank you for it. In the name of your son, amen. Amen. All right. So today we're talking about just some of the habits of great marriages. You know, these are things that, you know, marriages that that have endured the test of time or the trials of life. There are certain things that they've done and they continue to do. And there's no way we're going to be exhaustive in it. So we're only going to hit a few of them today. That's right. Okay. And uh, today we want to share that. A lot of our relationships out here need need help. Um, you know, there's a commercial that comes on where uh, these people are walking around smiling. They have a smiley face in front of them. It's like an emoji smiley face. And, and the whole time behind that smiley face is a really sad, uh, depressed, and frustrated person. And that's the way we can do in our marriages. Um, in fact, there are some percentages that a long time, long time couples can end up in divorce. And so today we want to, we want to prevent some of that. And also there's a warning about, uh, you know, quality relationships. The absence of a quality relationships are actually just as bad as the same thing that's about, you know, the killings and deaths of people that are uh, like overweight, obesity, yeah, and lack of exercise. Yeah, so we're we're taking this information today from Dr. Jonathan and Andrea Andrea Taylor Cummings. Um, they're both marital counselors, and mm-hmm. their information was very helpful to both of us today. Right. Yep. And we want to give a disclaimer that we are not counselors. Not at all. <laughs> we're just sharing from our experience and of going on 34 years. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing that you see that happens, and even in terms of a teenage mental health, is when that family breakdown. You begin to see school problems. You begin to see grades drop. You know, there's a lot of different things that can impact teenagers, primarily when the family breaks down. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even some of the other statistics that talk about that the children that actually go through where their families are breaking apart, that in some cases there are 10 to 15% more likely to have mental health problems than couples that actually are staying together. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean that couples who stay together, you know, if they've got constant battles going on, they can still be together, but then they've separated. And there's, well, in right. that case, my de- that definition to me, they're not together. They're just they're existing in the same spot. There's also couples who are just just living together unmarried, and there there's breakups yeah. with them even they're even quicker. Yeah, I mean, and even now statistically, they're showing that cohabitation is proving to be unsuccessful in terms of so many ways because you know there's a higher there's a higher incident of infidelity among cohabitating couples. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can't go across the board to every couple's like that because, you know, right. you've had some right. couples that say, hey, no, we're, we're good. Right. 
but there's still there but if you notice statistically there are higher percentages where there's and they break up uh, more frequently they you know because the whole thing you really haven't committed yet you know so you there's always that out you now with that all right so you know and our relationships go through hurdles in life and and, and there's simulus that there's really nothing new under the sun mm-hmm. it may look a little different you know even in the book of ecclesiastes it says that which has been is that which shall be mm-hmm. and that's where we get mm-hmm. the term there's nothing and even there it says nothing new is under the sun right so it may again may look a little different but it's it's pretty much the same thing mm-hmm. all right so here are some of the things that couples that can be really high stress that can break down if, if couples haven't worked through some of the good habits we're going to be talking about mm-hmm. is if you're trying to buy or sell a house, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, or even how to decorate the house. Sometimes right. that can be that very contentious. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, um, couples who haven't spent time before the first child gets there. Mm-hmm. Wow. That could change your life. True. <laughs> you very know, true. you know, if you're not prepared for it, you know, even when before our son arrived, you know, we were at a certain spot, but I noticed the dynamic of the arrival of our, our son mm-hmm. on how, you know, you went into, and I had to be sensitive to that. You went into mom mode and I had to say, okay, wait a minute. This this child requires more of her attention and need because he, he's helpless at that mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, had to help you balance to say, we are still married. Right. You know, right. that, you know, you can't just put all your hundred percent of your energy in him. And then I'm like, okay. Can I get a sandwich <laughs> at some point, you know, or, you okay. know, you know, he eats, you know, the strained bananas, you know, I want a regular banana, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, those kind of things, um, you know, job promotions, you know, job changes, you know, especially if someone's a entrepreneur and they're starting a new business, you know, that that can definitely take their time. Or just, you know, a, just a stressful job if they find that they're out of balance with that and not being real intentional. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about one of that of, you know, so, you know, I was listening to T.D. Jakes not too recently. I'm sorry, not too long ago, but recently. I said that backwards. <laughs> and he talked about on how sometimes men will lash out at their wives because they'll treat a, a, a stranger or a coworker so much better and with grace and with just, you know, respect, but then they get home and then they just kind of blast out their wife, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, they, they have a whole internal, you know, turmoil going on. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of thing that we want to talk about. And so let's go ahead and jump in. So let's talk about one habit is just having that natural, curiosity right you know always trying to learn a new thing about this person Mm -hmm. you know but you got to watch it where you don't become critical correct you know um, because if you're curious you know we all have unmet expectations Mm -hmm. you know and you can get frustrated from that you know but you can you uh expound on that maybe something that you've noticed earlier in our marriage of unmet expectations um well let me think think well i know you already had the pressure about the cooking because when we first got married obviously i was still in food service there and i knew well actually i knew how to cook even before i went to school Mm -hmm. so i learned a lot 
but your mom, you know, no, no slam on your mom, but she no. didn't spend time with you to help teach you how to really be a good cook. And I wasn't probably paying enough attention anyway because of my, you know, whatever. Right. So, you know, when I was kind of like, okay, uh, rice aroni only goes so long. <laughs> that wasn't a strong you know, set. Yeah, you know, you know, microwave, fast food, you know, like, okay, no, nah, you know, wait a minute. I got to have something, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I'll cook a little, you know, I, I won't mind cooking because I like cooking, but I want you in there with me. Mm-hmm. But I had to not be critical. I had to say, well, wait a minute, why does she not, is does she stay away and not try to cook? Because one, because I knew how to cook and you thought I was just going to come down on you. Mm-hmm. Or is it that you, you just don't, you just don't like cooking. Right. I mean, I don't know, you know, back then when we moved yeah, through it. Yeah, back then I was just, I was just young. Right. <laughs> young and dumb, I guess they want to call it. Yeah, but I had expectations with that. So yeah, after a while I yeah. just said, moved on. I said, oh, hey, I ate at work, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. You know, mm-hmm. then, then there was times like you cook. It's like, oh, I already cooked. Or you you learned to call me and say, hey, I cooked. Don't eat at work. Right. Okay. So they, I saw there was growth there. So let's talk to you. What were some of the frustrations of unmet expectations? Um, from what I can remember, as I'm thinking now, it's, it's probably that at the time you were doing school and work. Right. And so you spent a lot of time. We didn't spend a whole lot of we spent time together, but there were times that I wanted to, you know, talk and whatever, interact and thinking, well, we, we're married now, so it's not like we're talking on the phone, but I just had to realize that you had to put a whole lot of, t- of your time in school, homework, and then also work, you know, mm-hmm. so you were taking care of the household. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you learned how to balance, you know. Right. Um, but, you know, the thing about it is there's couples who – haven't really appreciated their strengths and they become critical over the time, you know, because there's some couples that, you know, they actually are, are really strong at things, but because of the way they do things differently, they can become really critical of it, mm-hmm. you know? So that's something that you got to really watch. So the curiosity is when, you, when you've got constant, or I'm just going to say the repeating argument, Someone needs to stop long and say, wait a minute, why are we here again? Correct. What's going on? Correct. Now, that goes a little bit beyond just the person is they've just got they keep doing the same habit mm-hmm. that could be bad habit or things or they're just, you know, maybe the spouse, the wife is crying out for attention and the guy's just like, No, you know, you ain't give me what I I'm just gonna do what I wanna do. Mm-hmm. We're not mm-hmm. talking about that. No. We're talking about those things that kind of cause when you begin to look at it, say, well, wait a minute, maybe something is out of balance in there. Mm-hmm, so let mm-hmm. me be curious and take it. All right. You know, I'm going to quote uh, the doctors and they say, having number one is investing the time to understand how we are wired differently. So again, appreciate different differences mm-hmm. so we can learn to play to our strengths rather than wasting time and energy criticizing our differences. Right. You know, whatever those are, mm-hmm. you know, Okay. What's next? The next one is uh, we need to be really careful with each other and not and not crush the person on something that they're doing. You know, mm-hmm. when it, when it comes to dealing with conflict, mm-hmm. we can be we can be pretty hard on one another. First of all, we need to probably find out in ourselves what it is that, that makes us get so 
so upset, so angry mm-hmm. that we just forget about the other person and act like, you know, you're just giving somebody the riot act, so to speak. And it it needs to be, a, when the disagreements come up, it needs to be dealt with carefully. Okay. Yeah, so uh, we have to learn you know, and and sometimes I'm not saying any of this is gonna take be overnight because we, you know, there could be some long term problems that have to be dealt with. But each time, you need to have a plan that says, "I'm not gonna scream and holler. I'm not gonna call you a name. You know, you may want to put it down on paper. I'm not gonna scream and holler at you. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. be sarcastic. But I'm gonna we're gonna take turns." in the time that we're talking and we're going to listen. One's going to listen and one's going to talk. Mm-hmm. And also if you, you know, as we talked about in previous uh, podcasts, mm-hmm. if you need to take a break and just reflect before you finish that disagreement and come back, you know, where mm-hmm. some of the, the, the steam has been brought off, you know, we can do that. Yeah, the steam. What are you saying? I'm Letting steam off. You know, oh, okay. Like you might want to okay. scream and holler. And, right. You know, I don't know. <laughs> it, just, it, just, it, just, it just causes you to, you know, that anger and that emotion can get really, really out of hand. Mm-hmm. Which is a good segue into assumptions. You know, if we live by assumptions, so, you know, habit three is you got to get rid of the assumptions. Um, mm-hmm. Because what happens is those assumptions are... All right, like one thing I notice about us, sometimes when we're talking, you're assuming that I'm going to go a certain spot when I'm talking in our in a relation. And I had to say, no, stop. Wait a minute. I'm not talking about that. Here is what I'm trying to say to yeah, you. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. You know, and sometimes I'll do that. I'm listening. OK, she's talking about this. Like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Right. You know, um, or, you know, as couples may have some areas where they've got conflict. You know, like, you know, he did that on purpose. Oh, he might just be clueless. You know, now, if you brought it up to him 20 times today, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, no, that, that, you know, he ain't clueless. He, that's a little different. Right. You know, um, but, you know, when you, when you, you deal with your assumptions, well, first of all, identify with your assumptions, you know, because if you've got a lot of disrespect and mistrust that comes in and undermines that relationship, Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you got to identify. Wow. Do, do I really have an assumption here? You know, um, but like, OK, young couples, you know, if if um, if they have a certain their family of origin is of such and they and he expects the wife to act just like his mom because mm-hmm. that's what he knows. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no. Or, you know, maybe. You know, a young lady grew up in a house and the, the father was really there. And he already said he he was one that really affirmed her and said all kinds of stuff. And she's expecting that from him. Mm-hmm. And the guy may not be wired like that. Right. Her love language is words of affirmation. And mm-hmm. he's clueless. Mm-hmm. Now, I keep going back to clueless. Um, and she heard expecting. Well, her assumption is like he, he just doesn't like seeing me. He didn't want to tell me. And the guy loves her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Right. I mean, it seems kind of feels like that's kind of given but maybe not maybe it's not so obvious i mean you know as i'm standing here th- sitting here thinking women can assume that just like i had made a, made a common statement went back in my younger years that 
you know, most men knew how to, you know, do, you know, uh, build something or repair something. And really, in reality, they cannot stand, you know, working with a screwdriver or a hammer or whatever. That's just not their skill set, you know. And so the frustration of some women is, I, you know, I wish my husband did like such and such husband did. It's like, no, you really can't. You can't assume that they that that's they're just wired to do that. That's true. They're not. Yeah. So I'm sure you've heard that because I'm I'm one of the guys that actually I know what a the difference between a, a torque screw, a Phillips, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, ten millimeter versus mm-hmm. not, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And I've heard, you know, some of them have said, "Man, I, I kind of wish my husband was like yours." You know, but right. you know, they have a different different skill set. Not everybody has that. Right. But their assumption was that way. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and then, you know, we're, we're getting short on time, but one other point we do want to talk about is building good connections. You know, that's the, the priority instead of, or before you try to correct that person, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, this, sometimes we, we have that need to, you know, just give pe- people, you know, two cents, give them a piece of our mind. <laughs> You know, we can ill afford to give any parts of it away, but, you know, we got to give somebody our, our, our mind, you know, um, or to give our spouse constructive feedback. Because there's times they just like, wait a minute, hey, if I do this, it's going to set them off. They're going to receive it wrong. Mm-hmm. So let me connect with this person first. You know, it's it's a saying that's in the, in the business world. And I think it was John Maxwell. I'm not exactly sure who actually coined it. He said, People will remember more how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's some other parts of it I'm mm-hmm, leaving out. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, if if in the marriage relationship, if I'm kind of even constantly kind of making you feel bad because I'm critical of you, mm-hmm. then it's going to be hard to connect. You know, but I need to make sure, okay, wait a minute. Am I connecting with you first? Right. Do you feel valued and loved? You right. know? I mean, both people need to, both parties, sometimes when you're just in your, in the, you know, the thought pattern or whatever, you just need to stop and say, hey, let's, you, you know, you, you can ask, do you want to go get ice cream? You know, just stop. It might be just you're used to doing the same thing all the time. Go, let's go get some ice cream. And in the meantime, when you're eating that ice cream or whatever, you're you're connecting with one another. You're talking. You're enjoying that ice cream together. Or, you know, right. one of my favorites, of course, is cheesecake. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I'm I'm chuckling because early on, you didn't say, "Hey, would you like to?" You, you used to phrase it like, "Don't you want some ice cream?" <laughs> and I'm looking at her like I had no idea for ice cream. Then I started learning and said, no, you want ice cream. <laughs> and you're trying to put it on me as mm-hmm. if I want to. Do you want to go get some ice cream? And you would say, yeah, okay. Wouldn't it better just to say, hey, do you want some ice cream? But you're right. So I think what I heard you saying is, so you get out of that daily routine, that grind. Mm-hmm. Because it is easy to get to, especially young couples. And, you know, if you got young kids in the house, you're working, you got kids, you can get such into just that routine that if you don't, intentionally schedule date times it could be date lunches like you said just go out and get some ice cream um just do that and so many people work from home like i I primarily work from home most days 
So there are times to say, hey, I've got lunch today. I don't have a meeting until whatever time. Mm-hmm. So let's go out and let's go gro- go in grocery store, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll be back mm-hmm. in time for that, that kind of thing. But you, right. you're making those times to connect where you can just get out and then you can, can talk. Right, know? right. So date nights and everything else. Date nights, uh, vacations, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just just mix it up and have fun, basically, is what we're saying. Mm-hmm. All right, so what we talked about today was, you know, that curiosity, st- staying curious. You know, you know I, I think you called it being careful is the other one, you know, avoiding crushing somebody. You know, address your assumptions. You know, just don't have a bunch of assumptions. Or if you do, just identify them so you know where they are. Mm-hmm. And then they connect, you know. Mm-hmm. Focus on connection, not correction. Right. Now, if correction needs to occur, I'm not saying don't correct anybody. Right. We're not saying that. Right. But we're saying that if you haven't, it's it's much easier when you've connected with somebody know where you are versus just you always correct them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That makes sense? That makes sense. All right. Anything else there? No, that'll be it. Okay. So I think that's a wrap for this time. So until next time, this is Michael. And Sherry. Peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to Happily Married in Love. For more information, check us on multiple platforms such as Anchor FM, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Also check us out on Instagram at Happily Married in Love.